What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Ops Report where we talk about sports, comics, and pop culture. And today, obviously, is my preview of this upcoming weekend in football. Now, first off with college football, the major games, uh, tonight on Friday night is Oregon State versus Utah. I'll say this, Utah surprised me. I thought UCLA would beat them. Uh, Utah's offense has not been good at all, and their Cam Rising is still a little banged up, but their defense is an elite defense. This is a top five defense in all of college football. So even with that lack of offense, they still shut down UCLA and held them to, what, seven points? Oregon State's a really good team, but they've been shown that if they're facing good enough defense, they can they can score less than expected points. And Utah defense is very good. But at the end of the day, I think it's at Oregon State, so I think that will give them a slight edge. And I think as good as the defense has been for Utah, this is probably it for them. They finally take an L. So I have Oregon State with, an, with the win, very close win, very low-scoring game. Uh, next, on Saturday, Penn State and Northwestern. Uh, that's not going to be competitive at all. Penn State's going to dominate them. Very comfortable win for Penn State. Uh, USC and Colorado. Colorado got absolutely annihilated by Oregon last week. I do think their offense does a lot better against USC's defense because Arizona State's almost identical with a worse quarterback in terms of style from, from Colorado. No running game at all, and they scored 28 points on in USC. So USC's defense in general has been kind of suspect this year. So I think Oregon, I mean Colorado scores a good amount of points, but they give up an insane amount of points to USC in the process. USC still wins by a large margin. Uh, Kentucky and Florida. Florida has surprised me a little. I thought they'd be awful this year. And the Utah game made it seem like that was going to be the case. But they turned around a dominant win over, over Tennessee. But they still had some questionable wins. Primarily the Charlotte win last week. Offense looked terrible. But, I uh, know, Kentucky's undefeated. And people are kind of overlooking them. I'm going to go with Kentucky. It's at Kentucky. I, I think they get the edge win over here over, here over Florida. Which they've been doing lately with some it, if you if you haven't noticed, they've kind of dominated the series over Florida lately. Uh, Arkansas and A and M, Texas A and M, another team that's a little surprisingly good. I'm like what three and one. They're not ranked because again the blowout loss to Miami, but Miami might be the most surprising team of the year so far. So that doesn't look that bad now. Uh, Arkansas's defense has been very questionable this year, but their offense has really stepped up when needed. I think. They've been pretty close, scoring 31 points against LSU and BYU, but giving up over 31 points to both two weeks in a row. I think they finally get, you know, what they need on defense to hold off Texas A&M enough to get a slight win because it's at Arkansas, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, Syracuse and Clemson, another game that looks like a toss-up on paper. Clemson has lost twice already to 2-2, two and two, unranked. You know, I don't know what's happening with that program right now. Syracuse looks really good. Their offense looks really good. Their quarterback, Schrader, he looks awesome. Uh, running and, and passing. Uh, I think Clemson has a really good defense. I think their offense is – they're actually – they have a good offense. They just can't finish drives. And because that Syracuse and Syracuse's offense seems way more explosive than Clemson's right now, I'm going to go get the edge to Syracuse. Uh now, with the afternoon games, Auburn and Georgia, I don't know why I'm thinking this. I might go with Auburn here. 
I know that seems crazy. Like, Georgia's on paper way more talented. But their offense has been lacking. And I don't know. Like, like, like they gave only, they scored only 24 against South Carolina. And South Carolina's defense is terrible, statistically speaking, this year. So, I don't know. Is that Auburn? Auburn has a much better defense than South Carolina does. I know their offense is nowhere near as good, but still. I think this might be a low-scoring game. You know, give the edge to Auburn here. It's a rivalry, too. I'm just saying. Uh, Michigan-Nebraska. I don't, on paper, Michigan's defense is elite-elite, and Nebraska's defense is, is good, but their offense is nothing, and I just don't see how, on paper, I don't see how this <laughs> Like, like, I don't see how Nebraska wins or even keeps it close. Uh, I'm struggling to see how Nebraska scores a point, honestly, unless Michigan puts in the reserves early. Like, I, this is not going to be close. Michigan's definitely going to cover here. They're not going to score, like, 50 points or anything like that, but they'll probably win something like 30 to, to 3 or something like that. Uh, Kansas and Texas. Again, this was a toss-up to me. I, I don't know, man. If there was this team on this schedule, I think Texas probably goes 11-1. and And I think that one loss is probably this game. Kansas has had Texas' number for a while now, and whenever Kansas is good. Kansas this year is really good. This is the best Kansas team since, what, probably 2007? I, I don't know, man. As great as Texas looks this year, and they look great. I can see, I think, I think Kansas pulls off the upset here. Like Kansas is Kansas is really good, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think Kansas they they're one team that gives Texas an L this year, this regular season at least. Uh, and now the evening game, LSU and Ole Miss. Uh, this is a typical how LSU's looked for the last couple of weeks. This looks like a carbon copy of that. A game that's going to be very good, very close, goes down to the wire. And LSU takes the slight edge. I think LSU wins by anywhere from a field goal to a touchdown. Like it, it, yeah, it's a, a, a good typical 28-24, type of score. Uh, and now for the prime time and late night games, Notre Dame versus Duke, which is pretty much the game of the week. College game day is going to be there at Duke for the first time. So congrats to them. I think Notre Dame probably starts out slow in this game because of what happened last week and just how baffling that loss was. But despite that, I think they turned around at the end and they pull away. I see Notre Dame winning something like a 20-17 to 17 or something like that. Uh, South Carolina, Tennessee. This is an interesting game to me. I don't know. Something in the back of my, I don't know, something tells me that South Carolina can probably pull off the upset for a second straight here. I wouldn't be surprised. But Tennessee looked motivated last week. I don't know, like, like Tennessee's offense has been kind of up and down. Virginia and Texas San Antonio look great, but against Austin, P State, and, and, and Florida look terrible. So I don't really know what to, to say about this Tennessee team. South Carolina's been a lot more consistent, both good and bad. So I don't know. You know what, screw it. I'm going to say South Carolina gets the upset win. I don't know why. I think Spencer Rattler's a very good quarterback, man. Like, he's the best quarterback to play all year, up to this point. Heck, might be the best quarterback they play all year in general, honestly, regular season. I have to shake their schedule. But 
At the same time, that old line for South Carolina is rough. That defense is rough. I don't know. I, I, screw it. I'll, I'll give the edge to South Carolina here. I don't know why. Uh, TC and West Virginia is an interesting matchup. These are both teams that, if you looked at the week one, they thought, oh, yeah, this game's an over. No one's going to, this is not, no one's going to care about this game at all. Completely irrelevant. They're both 3 1. They both won three in a row since. So, uh, I don't know. I'll give the edge to TCU, though. Their defense has greatly improved since the Colorado game. It was an absolute mess there. But they stepped it up big time. I think they get the edge here. Uh, uh, Michigan State and Iowa. Michigan State looks completely dead, man. And Iowa's defense is still very good, despite how bad their offense is. I would avoid watching this game with the plague, but Iowa still gets the win. Uh, very comfortably. Bama and Mississippi State. Do not ever trust Mississippi State against Bama. Ever. I don't care how bad Bama looks. They dominated them comfortably for almost 20 years straight nonstop. And that's going to continue this year. Mississippi State's defense is very bad. Mississippi State's offense is fine. Bama's going to win by dominant fashion. And finally, Washington versus Arizona. Washington will continue their, their uh, slaughter through the Pac-12, through their schedule. As good as Arizona looks this year, Washington's on another level on both offense and defense. They're averaging almost 600 yards a game, which is insane. And they'll continue this this week. Absolute massacre. So, those are... And now it's time for the NFL. So, first off, uh, I'll go with the Falcons-Jaguars because it's early in the morning. It's a special game. Falcons, surprising start. Jaguars, also surprising start. But they <laughs> went the wrong way. But I'll say this. I think the Jaguars... I think they get the edge here. I think they're too talented of a team to be like one and three or something. I think they finally get whatever's wrong with them, fix it for this game, and they win. Uh, Dolphins Bills, probably game of the week, most definitely. Those two teams are on fire right now. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Bills get the edge here. I think the Bills have a good enough defense, and I uh, the Dolphins were able to do that against a dead man walking Denver Broncos last week. They're not going to do that against Buffalo. Uh, it's a different story. I think Buffalo gets the edge here. Is at Buffalo? Yeah, they get the edge. Uh, Ravens-Browns. All right, Browns, their defense looks good. Ravens are a team that's half injured. But I don't know why. I think because the Ravens have had their number for so, for a while now, I think the Ravens continue to have their number. I think Lamar Jackson drags this team, has broken as they are, to a W over the Browns. A very close one, though. Uh, let's see. Commanders, Eagles. Commanders are surprisingly good. Eric Bieniemy has been great for them. The Eagles look dominant. I don't know, man. I think the Eagles probably still take the W here. Like, like the the quarterback sneak and everything. Like, like is this too much firepower? Uh, Bengals get the win over the Titans. They continue the momentum. Like I said be, uh, before, they always start out slow each year with Joe Burrow. They start out slow this year, but then turn around. This Bengals team is fine. Uh, let's see here. Chiefs absolutely massacre the Jets. Obviously. Like, like, it, like as good as the Jets start out, it, the Chiefs are on another level. And, and the Patriots-Cowboys. The Cowboys, I have no idea what that was last week. But it seems like the offensive line might be healthy enough that they all return this week, so that probably helps the offense out a bit. Uh, the defense, I think, turns it around after they, they finally get used to not having digs around, and they, they fix that up. I think the Cowboys, because it's in Dallas, too. Last week was not in Dallas. 
I think they turn around and they get the edge over the Patriots. And then Monday night, Seahawks and Giants. Interesting matchup here. Uh, the Giants were without Saquon. And the Seahawks look really good offensively, except for the Rams game. I have no idea what that was. But outside of that, the Seahawks looked really good. I think the Seahawks take the win here. I think they take the win comfortably. So, again, that was it for uh, some of my predictions for football this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. And without you guys, this isn't here. I'm at, what, 50 episodes about almost? It's all thanks to you guys. And also, thank you all for subscribing and downloading and liking and following. Because, again, without that, this doesn't exist. Also, please follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-M, underscore Blake, all lowercase, and follow me on threads, Blake, underscore Pulliam1, all lowercase, and on TikTok, the Triple Option Report, just like my podcast. Again, sorry for the monotone voice and everything. I'm recovering from a pretty rough sickness. I was sick for a whole week, which is why timing and everything was off. So my apologies for that. Uh, see you guys next episode. Hopefully it's Monday. Who knows? But yeah, like, like you never know now at this point. But uh, again, thank you all. Sorry for the sickness, everything. I've uh, been a little off lately. Uh, thank you all. Bye.